What's up, everyone? It's Ray Garvin, host of the Destination Debbie podcast. If you're waiting until after the NFL season to start your college scouting process, you're already behind the eight ball. There are hundreds of college football games on each and every Saturday, far too many to keep up with along with following your favorite NFL teams. But don't worry, this show is designed for not only you hardcore Debbie leaguers, but those of you who want to learn about the next group of potential NFL stars and get a leg up in your traditional dynasty leagues. We don't just talk about the big name college football guys. We hit on the small school value prospects who also have a shot to make it at the next level. If you want to position your dynasty team for short and long-term success, make sure you check out the DDP on DLF and all the other amazing shows DLF has to offer. DynastyLeagueFootball.com and the DLF Family, a podcast that's Swaggy Swags. I'm at DFF underscore Swag, and you're going to need lots of glue to keep that model together. <laughs> that's Florida's two drink minimum, minimum two drinks in Florida. Guy walks into the bar. Ouch. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what to expect with these two. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to like it, but I also knew it was going to totally throw me off. Well, I'm You're welcome. Away, Adrian. <laughs> and it's What's up, me. brother? Thanks for having us on. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's me. It's me. It's that old SFD, John Hope, the Superflex dude, and this is the Superflex Super Show. That's right. I Jesus, got two of them. You come in hard and amazing. Oh my god. I, I yeah, freaking love said. it, man. So I don't I don't know if you guys invented the lunch date, but I know you guys perfected it because I've done it. This is the third time now that I've recorded with you guys at quote quote unquote lunchtime. Which yeah, for me, you know, I, I, I never heard it anywhere <laughs> yeah. before that, just like this, you know, like we ended up having lots of lunch dates like in, in the beginning of us at fantasy football breakdown and um, not as much probably on super flexible for whatever reason. We did a lot more nighttime with that, but I don't know too drink. I haven't heard it too many other places. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think that that's, I think that's you guys. I think you guys, uh, you guys invented that you guys perfected <laughs> it. And, uh, like I said, now I've done it three times. Um, Dude, doesn't and- it make the rest of your day so much better? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it just kind of like a quick, like little session and then back to the rest of your day. Yeah, no, totally. It is. It's a lot of fun. And and like, it doesn't take quite as much energy to get up for this thing when, you know, you're like, all right, well, we've got a hard stop here in less than an hour. So, you know, like it does make it a little bit more fun when you're just like, Right, like this is this is going to be a lot more laid back, less structured. We can't have structure because every right. time I structure a show, uh, I end up yelling at Stompy for like forty five minutes, and then the and then we still have like you know another forty five m- minutes worth of shit to talk about. So, <laughs> but we, <laughs> we can't do that here. So I, I definitely need you guys to not make me yell at you. 
but no, I don't, don't feel like getting yelled at, and I'm all about uh, non-structure. I promise nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's absolutely true on all. You count. may need to yell at two drink. Put them over your knee a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. So lunchtime for you guys is actually 10 a.m. here in the the good old Mountain Time Zone. So, uh, so yeah. First so it's of like all, brunch. Yeah, I have to like I have to mainline caffeine and and uh, like I told you guys in the chat, like some hard drugs too. Um, <laughs> Whatever gets then, you there, bro. It, yeah. And then as much energy as I can put into that intro, because I need to ride that way through this entire thing. Um, yeah, I, I love it. You crush it every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, dudes. And I appreciate you guys coming on. This has been a long time coming. And you guys, so you guys are kind of in enemy territory, uh, at least in theory. Um, yep. You guys Allies missed the memo. For the day. Yeah, oh, exactly. There's a memo. There was a memo. You guys turned them into Chinese stars or something. I did notice nobody else <laughs> showed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Battle lines were kind of drawn and, and somehow the three of us just ended up straddling it. And we're just like, all right, uh, what the, just uh, have a beer. And cause you guys ended up being just two of my absolute favorites. Like you guys are, you guys are my dudes. You guys are. And every time I listen to you guys, show any of your shows. So by the way, if you're not already listening, super flexible and FF breakdown. And then swags is also on rookie fever with uh, Mr. Feverish Fenero. Um, and like those, those shows just crack me up every single time, like without <laughs> fail. And I'm, I just like picture myself, like just hanging out with you guys talking fantasy yep. football, you know, where like, yeah, so, I appreciate that a ton, dude. For sure. Yeah. I, I, so much of this, so much of this game, so much of this industry kind of ends up being like way too serious. Mm -hmm. A lot of yeah. people taking themselves way too seriously, if we're being totally honest. And absolutely i mean uh, shoot i have at times we're all i think you like you run into a lot of alpha males yeah out there and um I, I don't think that's a bad thing but a lot of times i mean yeah you need to try to mesh with others and just have a good time man and that's really all we've ever been about man is just trying to have fun so sometimes even like when you're expressing your opinions, like speaking for myself on like Twitter or something like that, you're just like, wow, this dude like totally thinks I'm an asshole. Like he's <laughs> taking me really Correct. wrong right now. And I don't know how to change that because I don't want to change my stance just to get him to think I'm nice. Like what's more important to me now? Like making him stroke him a little bit to where he thinks I'm a nice guy or like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I like to think I'm a nice guy. Point. I definitely don't want like, people to not like me and i think that's another weird totally. thing is like two drink and i have talked about this on the side like you never there's you don't it, nobody ever wants like somebody to not like them even if you don't like that person like all of a sudden you're like oh what's so and so have against me and you're like well dude you, you <laughs> told me you don't really like him anyway like <laughs> right why right. do you care <laughs> you don't like him either <laughs> well especially with this like this 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 community gets pretty clicky. 
if we're being totally honest. It, it's got yeah, a very sure. high school feel sometimes. And you just know that you're you're like, all right, like that's that's the cool kid. That's the one who's behind the scenes, like pulling the strings on on you know on people's lives, on people's mm-hmm. faith. Yeah. And like as and, much and as I don't like the guy, this, I've like we're going back at it, dude. Like we're yeah. sitting down for this nice little peace talk, and after this, it's like <laughs> yeah, back to home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just gonna talk bad shit on every show about you after this. But this one, <laughs> no, this one, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, and I and I totally cool cut you off. And I feel more bad, but it is <laughs> really good, weird man. sometimes. Like you will talk to people or see people, and you're just like, well, why can't I be friends with John? Like I think John's an awesome dude. Like we do yeah. two different shows. Like we kind of like by default. Yeah. Like um, I think we all felt like the divide more at the beginning, or knew it was there, even if it was just like maybe for fun and then all of a sudden like you see people comparing the shows and you see that your show's better than you see that our show's better somebody's like this is the show somebody's like that's the show let me tell you these are the two shows if you want like super flex like these are the two shows you need like a lot of people will cover good stuff it's out there but I- i'd still like to put these shows up against each other any day of the week like there's a reason that the rivalry began and yeah. i'm glad that we can sit down now and and have like do shows together and have fun like i, I mean yeah i i've said to you after any time we recorded dude like always just a good time man i, I would do this yeah. any day with you totally agree iron tribe iron sharpens iron there you go and and yep. just just so you know for the context for everybody who's missing it because i i I, I'm not ashamed to to put this out there um, of how this improbable friendship became, you know, one of my the, these two friendships actually became, um, you know, so important to me. But so, you know, we I, I actually started super flexible with a couple of my uh, former co-hosts. And, you know, when we made the jump over to DLF, um, we left, you know, super flexible behind. And you guys picked up the torch and ran with it. And and for me, you know, there was obviously, you know, there was there was certainly the piece where I felt like, you know, I I knew that there, I knew there was some shit talking as I left the door. Not you know, not not by you guys, just kind of in general. <laughs> like I I knew mm-hmm. that that happened. Sure. It, it was a little bit of a messy divorce. Um, but there was also the piece where, uh, you know, I was like, what if these guys are better than me? You know? <laughs> Dude, and, I, I, I absolutely know what you mean, though. Yeah, I, I laugh, but yeah. Well, and, same, and, and, same from our side, since we were picking sure, up yeah, where you guys yeah. left over, too. It was like, well, shit, can we, can we live up to we what those big, guys big did? We had big shoes so. to fill from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. We already had breakdown and, going for a while, but, you know, I mean, that's a, it's a little different ballgame. And it is, you know, niche market of fantasy and super flex. We all want to claim that it's, it's huge and the newest thing. But you look at numbers, and it's still, you know, in the minority of, of people playing maybe not in our clicks like you say but but mm-hmm. still just to see like well, all right well can we not only do what they do but can we you know we put our own spin on it and kind of take it to the next step as they're growing on the other side yeah yeah absolutely and and i think that at least for me i think that what i've kind of discovered here is that it we all do better when we all do better that's that's kind of the thing like yeah. regardless of of who's you know quote unquote the best or whatever who's you know who's who's uh who's got the the best ratings or whatever i mean we're both kind of creating new superflex players we're new we're creating mm-hmm. podcast listeners 
and like these two podcasts are actually actually very complimentary they they go very well together like if you're a super flex player you should really be listening get something out of both for sure exactly exactly and you know so just to just to kind of put a bow on it like i said i mean i get a laugh out of everything that you guys do like i end up um it, it's one of the most entertaining podcasts in my rotation and i like i, I just listen to fantasy football i listen to comedians mm-hmm. a lot because i have to step away from fantasy football sometimes and i still yeah, like hard i appreciate you that you also give sometimes. me a couple of shows that you you listen to here and though after we're off the show or something just uh to get away sometimes but yeah, yeah dude, sure. I, I appreciate that, man. And I've always definitely you even as just like somebody to go to um, talk to here and there. And, you know, even just if it's like those DMs where you're just like, what is this idiot saying about super flex quarterbacks? Like, <laughs> you know, and like some of those simpler, like quick, like, oh, but yeah, John, I, I appreciate everything you said a ton. Like you gave me warm fuzzies I could feel through my body. So Nice. I hope everybody else felt that too, but man, and ditto right back at you, man. Like your, your super flexible shows that you started back in the day before you are where you are. Um, I mean, those are, those are probably some of the first super flex shows I listened to that was like yep. oriented to that. It wasn't just um, a show here and there where people were hitting on it, but it was just this, Specific. what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, sure. I hold you in very high regards, my man. Oh, I appreciate it, man, for sure. Yeah. Man. So I, <laughs> you probably I, I, don't get you don't get yelled at. You don't get yelled at as much and as that's, you. Yeah. <laughs> Not as so, much. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much. It's on the side. We edit it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have that my was, kid do it for me. <laughs> that was the other thing I always wanted in a podcast was just a little bit more disagreement. So and a little bit more controversy. So um the, the therapy session with uh with you guys I felt like was uh was also very important here. So um I feel like we uh we can move on from that piece, but um, I can segue very, very seamlessly here into we do want to l- get into a little bit of controversy with this episode because uh, I, I, I think that it's important sometimes to to get people kind of thinking outside the box in terms of player projection, player projections, player values. Sometimes it's important to get people to kind of step away from what we call the echo chamber. And think about the fact that there are a, there's there are a lot of possibilities uh, in this in this upcoming season that go way beyond what we think is you know a, pretty much a lock to happen. Mm. I'm talking about some hot takes essentially, um, but we do it a little differently here at the Super Show, where our hot takes are you know they're they're very plausible. Like you're not going to hear <laughs> stuff that's just completely off the walls. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, uh, I'm here. Uh, I, I'm here. Yeah. Uh-oh. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll, see how this, we'll see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> so we've got two different variations on on hot takes that we like to do at the Super Show. The first one we call spoiler alerts, and to me these are these are like really pretty safe. 
these are things that people aren't necessarily thinking about or talking about, but this is really pretty likely to happen in all honesty. So we call it a spoiler alert because we're just telling you like, this is what's going to happen. I know that you, you know, it doesn't sit well, but <laughs> it's going to be a little bit jarring to hear this, but this is going to actually happen. And then of course the other one is your nuts. One of our absolute favorite segments to do. And uh, I, I, I wanted to do it with you guys just like for the, for the genitalia jokes alone. So, uh, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're definitely going to get into your nuts. That's like the only thing we didn't get ready for, like not in the notes. <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, it just comes naturally. So don't worry. It, it, it'll, it'll work, but We'll start off with some spoiler alerts, and I'm I'm mostly going to let you guys go. Like, I might throw in some of my own takes, but more than anything, I want to hear what you guys are thinking for this upcoming season. Um, and uh, start with whoever wants to start. Let's let's get some spoiler alerts going. I'll throw it to two drink. Good, because I'm going to take one that hopefully I hope that you were maybe going to think of it. And now I'm make you scramble. But uh, <laughs> Todd Todd Gurley's going to finish as an RB one this year. Ooh, love it. He, yeah, if he stays healthy, that that seems like a I, lock, right? They brought they brought nobody else in. If you're really yeah. worried about Olison, um, some of that crap there, you shouldn't be. We see Devontae Smith. Freeman. Yeah, the, like I said, crap, you shouldn't be. Yep. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, what is it? Fucking Devontae uh, was what RB two just a few years ago, and I think the offense has gotten better now. They've addressed the O line. They're still going to have to to put it out there. So. Todd Gurley, are y'all sleeping on him? Uh, another RB1 in the mix. And it's only, you know, one year under contract, right? So there's no reason to save him for the playoffs or whatever the Rams were were trying to do at the end of last year, figure out how to get in there. Uh, it's all Todd Gurley season from week one all the way through. Go ahead and ride that guy out. And somebody you can get, what, in like fourth, fifth round of startups now, maybe even later? Yeah. Why are, yeah. Why are people sleeping? Oh, because the Rams uh, yeah. were bad? Come on. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, and yeah, he's working with a better quarterback now. The wide receivers are better. Yeah. I, yeah Arguably I the O line is not even that great. Yeah, and it's still yeah. better than what the Rams had last year. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think that's crazy. Maybe, maybe I didn't go crazy enough on my first one, but I, I feel like there's just so much hate for Todd Gurley out in this world. It's a running back. We can all play the injury game on every one of them. I mean, Barkley's missed a couple games, you know what I mean? Each year, so yeah. Even McCaffrey, who has not been injured, it's like, all right, well, now he's due. So, <laughs> right. You heard it. John's wishing for CMC injury. Way to go. That's a bad fantasy karma right there, bro. Uh, <laughs> not explicitly, no. <laughs> Sell your McCaffrey a... shares for Todd Gurley. That's what John just said. Just straight Ooh, up. Wow. Uh, I did that one time uh, and I regret it. So, you know. Ooh, yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't this year. So it makes yeah. me wonder if maybe there's like a spoiler alert regarding Hayden Hurst, because I like I think that a lot of people, you know, besides the injury stuff, people mm -hmm. are kind of looking at the rant or at the Falcons offense and saying, you know, a big part of Todd Gurley's game the last few seasons has been in the receiving game. Well, there's mm -hmm. a lot of mouths to feed in Atlanta. And, you know, they they lost Austin Hooper. That looked like that was going to be some added volume for Todd Gurley. And then in comes Hayden Hurst. And but do you see that as a clear one one? Like, I, I no. think Hurst can still have a great season. 
yeah. and not finish up to what Hooper did. So, all right, well, give me 30 targets away from whatever Hooper had and add him into the running back room. And now I'm just going to give them again to Gurley because I don't care about the other scrubs there. Exactly. I'm not saying I don't own the other scrubs if I have Gurley <laughs> on my team, or even if not, just as whatever, you know, throw away into the bench guys. But yeah, I, I think I think the offense is set up there to allow Gurley, you know, to excel this year. Yeah. And I, I you know, I know that Peter Howard doesn't like the the you know vacated targets thing. And this is this is kind of why. It's not that Hayden Hurst, like you said, it's not that Hayden Hurst picks up all Austin Hooper's work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not how this works. Um, first of all, we have no idea what the pass volume is going to look like. But, yeah, I mean, it could very easily be a lot more short stuff to Todd Gurley. So, you know, I, like I said, I think there's also a spoiler alert here where Hayden Hurst maybe, but, but I mean, it finishes outside the top 12 for tight ends like that. That feels pretty safe, really. Yeah. I think right around that number is probably okay. 10 to 14 range for him. Just, just yeah. because we've seen, you know, the efficiency from the tight end position from Hooper there and Matt Ryan. But right. yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd rather give those points to Gurley if I'm projecting for the season. But yeah. Hayden Hurst is going to have an opportunity he's never had. That's and and I don't too. think he'll do really that bad with it. Honestly, I think he is obviously going to do, I think he's going to do my, my expectations are less than what Hooper did. But honestly, in that offense with Matt Ryan, I think that you can give a little to Gurley and I I would absolutely buy Hurst. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to pay a lot, but yeah, I think Hurst, I mean, Hurst is a comparable blocker, if not better than what Hooper was, I would say. That was kind of the knock on Hurst even coming out, you know, drafted in the first round before Mark Andrews. And and I'll admit it, you know, I liked I liked Andrews pre-draft, and then when Hurst, you know, was picked in the first ahead of him by I think two rounds, I I kind of moved over to Hurst because I'm like, well, he's the blocker, he's going to be on the field more, he'll have more opportunities, and it just got to the point where he was on the field to block, and Andrews come in to fucking catch. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think that can help Gurley in the situation. Hooper or uh, Hurst will be in there, but it, it'll be to help that you know depleted offensive line that's trying to get better. But all right, bring in Hurst. Let him do that and, and give all those dump offs to Gurley. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, yeah. I think he he's more of a long term thing, I think. I like it I think it might take, you know, a year to to get fully immersed in that offense too. So um, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, with yeah. her. So, so I, you know, I don't think that it's uh that he's necessarily somebody that we're way too high on. I think that people are kind of expecting, you know, lo- low end tight end one numbers. I just think that it's for 2020 is probably a lock that he doesn't quite get there. And I think Todd Gurley is a big, a big part of that. So mm-hmm. um, what about you swags? Let's get a uh, spoiler alert from you. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing to drink did. And I want to take one right away that he might have, cause this is his guy. Don't you do it. <laughs> he's, be- he's become my guy this year a little bit more. Definitely. I'm going all around trying to buy Cooper cup because he will be a wide receiver one again this year. And his, he's criminally undervalued coming into the season as like a wide receiver 16 to 22 and Cooper cup will finish a wide receiver one top seven i like you guys sniping each other on this by the way yeah what a dick (laughs) now i'm I'm changing one did you have him 
You know I do. Yeah, I mean, go back again with the cup. hate. Brandon so like, Cooks is gone. What's well, the Higby show? You saw what they did in the season. Like Cups numbers went <laughs> down. It's all gonna be Higby. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> His numbers went down so much that I don't. He was Still hobbled at the end receiver. of the season and figured yeah. finished between wide receiver five and seven, depending on your scoring. Yeah. So where did Cook? Where where does this leave the other the other weapons for you guys? It, it sounds like you guys are in lockstep on this one. So, like what, Robert Woods, Woods, Higby, um, Van, Jefferson. Van Jefferson. That's the one that people are all of a sudden super high on. Um, yep. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, we 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 all know that rookie wide receivers. That's not something to necessarily bank on. But like maybe let's pour a little cold water on Van Jefferson while we're at it. Absolutely. But if you're looking for the wide receiver three, like I think we've seen what Josh Reynolds could do in limited spurts and it wasn't awful, but you might as well play the upside or Jefferson as a wide receiver three. And then you hear the, well, Jefferson's the only wide receiver, right? Like under contract in two years and that right. Like yeah. cup and woods are both gone. So yep. sweet. Like teams aren't going to have another wide receiver. It's just going to be Van Jefferson. Like as much as I like that Gator, <laughs> like, come on, let's be real. I think Higby can be solid. I don't necessarily know that, you know, cup and Higby need to fight over targets. I think it's just how that offense was designed at the end, but I'm, I'm kind of a, a big component of all the Rams uh, this year to buy that are on the cheap pretty much means you eliminate acres from that mess. But uh, yeah, I think that defense is going to be bad and they still have to figure out a way to pay for some of those guys, you know, going into whatever this season is. So yeah, give me, give me all the Rams at any kind of discount you want to do it at. Yep. That yeah. includes Jared Goff, John. That's, that's so damn true. <laughs> so damn true. <laughs> damn it. People hate Jared Goff for absolutely no reason. He's been a quarterback one for your asses the last three years. Yep. I mean, I think he was quarterback 13 in 2019. No, yeah, you're in right, a, though. He's been right still, in that yeah. range. Yeah. 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 And like that's that's worst case scenario. What we just saw in 2019, right. that was worst case scenario for him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah things weren't right last year for the Rams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know that they're right now, but I, I still think uh, we, sure we can see yeah. high fantasy numbers coming from that offense. Yeah, like they had to do a, a lot of what they did on offense. They had to kind of do it on the fly. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the offensive line was it, it's not that they went into the season with all these holes. They kept losing guys in season. And then, you know, you had the same thing with the wide receivers. You had guys coming in, you know, in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, the the running back situation was, you know, I think I think Gurley played most of the season. I think he only missed a game or two. But, mm-hmm. you know, you still had to account for the fact that his knees are garbage. Like you, you had to, you know, you still had to mix it up at the running back position quite a bit. So I, it, it's a whole different thing to go in to a season knowing that your offensive line is, is going to be a liability and that you've got to adjust for that. than it is to, you know, mid season, all of a sudden, like, you know, all of uh, like half our starters are on IR. Um, and, yeah. then, and then you've got to adjust on the fly. So. Yeah, Jared Goff is going to be fine, and and he's he's going to be so solid. For, so, so, John, I threw this one at Two Drink the other day, and yeah. it's it's just a weird comparison because I think their value is so similar. 
would you rather have Cooper Cup or Calvin Ridley? Oh man. Um I mean I think I'm going uh, I think I'm <laughs> <laughs> that so tough. Holy hell. I think it's cup, but they're, I mean, I mean they're I, only like a what a year apart in age, really? Because Ridley yeah. came in late. So did Cup, I know, but like do you want Cup on your team, but Ridley maybe worth more to other people in your league? Like, is that your hesitation there? Or <laughs> they're back to are you asking value me or John? <laughs> are they? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want the cup side. I want the boyfriend of Jared Goff. Right. <laughs> Because I, th- I think they do have that re- kind of relationship. I think he's the wide receiver one there where as yeah. long as Julio's around, he's the wide receiver one. I don't care if Julio's slowing down. He's still the wide receiver one on that team for as long as he's three there. Years. And yeah. then, like we've said before, just because Julio's gone doesn't mean that they're not going to get another wide receiver for that team. So, yeah, I, I want well. the Cooper <laughs> Cup side. There you go. So am I, if, I guess for me, it's, it's close enough that it probably depends on roster builds. Like, um, I think Calvin Ridley has more upside. So, you know, if he's my third wide receiver and, you know, if, then. But what is the upside? That's where right, I struggle we just, because. Cup just finished as wide receiver five. How, yeah. What's your upside above that? I know it's one through four. Thanks so for that. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I, like, do I, you see him getting there with Julio being there? Because I find that hard to believe. Without him no. there? Do you see him getting there without him there? I mean, the door's at least yeah, open possibly. for crazy targets with Julio there. I, I just, I don't see, I don't see how it happens. Yeah. Is, is, is I mean, Kelvin Ridley, Julio, or Roddy White, though? No. No, he's not. I just think he's got more touchdown upside. I think, the, like, yeah. the, you know, they're they're looking for him in the red zone more than more than the Rams are looking to cut. But I mean, just with how it is pretty unlikely that you're trying to decide between these guys at your flex. So no, I'm trying to decide on how you build in a teams, legit trade. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sitting here talking the talk, like I know what to do, but legitimately I own Calvin Ridley and I mm-hmm. could go get Cooper cup with him right now, but I don't know if I want to do it. Even with me telling you how good Cooper cup is. Yeah. And it's a little bit because I'm getting too tied up into that value game a little bit and like what's going to happen. And you know how people feel about Calvin Ridley and kind of the little crush that comes with him. He's an easy sell if you ever want to trade him, which is why I can get a wide receiver that's shown better than him his career. I don't think that Cooper Cup and Jared Goff will be breaking up anytime soon just because of the contracts. I think they'll try to keep Cup around. I think that Goff and Cup will want to be together. Yeah, and even huge. if even if he does move on, I mean, who doesn't want a, a high volume slot receiver? You know, like a, a a big bodied guy who you can you know who you can look to on the short and and intermediate range stuff. Like, who doesn't yep. want that? Especially so right after now. the show's over, I'll put my money where my mouth is, and I will go see if this deal is still there and trade Calvin Ridley for a Cooper Cup. Yeah, I would. I so the the whole thing with value that that people kind of miss is like, you know, like we like we talked about, like you know, volume or the the value only does so much for you. Like in the in the off season, mm-hmm. that's great. You want to load up on value, but the whole point of that is to cash that value in by the start of the season, and you move on from the you know the quote unquote high value guys like Calvin Ridley to the guys that you actually like, like Cooper Cup. So. 
I mean, this is just, this is a move that, you know, you would make by September anyway. So why not just do it now? You know? Yeah. Yep. Like that's ultimately the goal is to end up with Cooper cup. So, um, that is the goal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The goal all in all of fantasy football. That's all you need. Cooper cup. Um, do you guys have uh, other spoiler alerts that you want to? I do. Real quick? I, nice. I have Let's one, and uh, I'd like to see where you guys are at. And I have a little out in this one, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, Deshaun Watson isn't the highest scoring fantasy quarterback in the AFC South this year. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I don't care which wow. one you want to call it. But that it might be. Him. That might be that your do? nuts. You don't want to see him yet. <laughs> so uh, I think you, you I, just showed him anyways. Are you, are you just going to segue <laughs> into Gardner here? Do you want me to segue into Gardner <laughs> well, as a QB one on the year you're, here? Or? You're welcome. I feel like I can set you up perfectly for that one. Uh, I, going safety I don't first know, man. I don't know if I don't know if I could see Gardner. Fine, then give me Tannehill, who was a quarterback one at the end of the year, and everybody's going to sh- and everybody's going to shit on Philip Rivers. I get oh, it, man, but when bro, he this finishes is a tough at one eleven to, to get 14. on board with, especially you're saying this is easy peasy. I didn't say easy peasy. I said I have an out because I get three chances at it. Mm. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think Rivers it takes an injury. People. Jacob Eason can sit the hell down. Yeah, he the people he's throwing year. to, he's going to be like, damn, like why aren't we going back to Brissett? No, give me Jacob Eason. That's uh-huh. who he's going to surprise. Yeah, with how good he's man, playing, uh, and Eason's like, man, I'm going to hold this clipboard for another year, and then they're going to draft uh, another quarterback next year. I'm just going to collect checks. I don't Everybody think you totally believe that. Man, uh, I'm having You don't think I totally one, believe man. that. Don't you worry about what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. Tell me what like, it is. He must have one Tannehill share he's trying to move or something to get I, I, I don't know. I feel like Tannehill might be the least likely out of that mix to do it. So, huh. man, yeah, I do have Gardner. I mean, he is one that's of my takes of here it. that I have Gardner <laughs> as a, a QB one. I, I think that that's where he'll, with especially adding Chenault to that, a new weapon. Uh, he was he paced that last year for a while, even without getting that initial first start in every game. I think that Gardner will be a QB one. Um, man, I'll, I'll say, I don't know, two drink wants to hear top five. I'm going to say top eight. Um, I also think that Leonard Fournette is the same as Dalvin Cook, except the Vikings like Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook likes them and the Jags don't like Fournette and Fournette doesn't like them. But Fournette is an easy RB1 as long as healthy, just like Dalvin Cook. Um, I'm buying low on Fournette in a couple spots where I can, especially in good team situations. I think that he's going to get a nice workload. I think he's running back seven last year. Give me it's, that. It's so funny because, I, I mean, you guys know how salty I am about the Aaron Rodgers situation. But, like, if you don't like your quarterback, <laughs> you, you know, you take the ball out of his hands and make him hand off all the time. You make him, yep. you know, you keep him from throwing the ball. If you don't like your running back, you just feed the hell out of him and hope he dies. Like it's so crazy, but yeah, I mean, if that's the type of situation that you're looking, that's why I like Le'Veon Bell this year too. I'm like, they don't want him there. They're so they're just going to wear him out. But case is so crazy. Like he might just be like, nah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's just (laughs) so hard to trace anything behind gays. So yeah. Yeah. Even Bell last year in a PPR format wasn't as bad as people want to make it sound. He wasn't the Bell that they've come to love in 
enjoy, but he wasn't as bad as they make it sound. If you look at his stats and his yards per carry, you could definitely see the decline on the ground, but he's still a great pass catching back. And yeah. they addressed O-line early, so I mean, it, the O-line should yep. at least be improved. Yeah. I I've, so I really like, man, the, the quarterbacks are still tough. The Watson and Minshew ones, those are both those are both tough for me, but um, they're uh, they're interesting. Now I'm really curious what you guys is uh, what you guys nuts are gonna look like. Here. Oh man, they they are they've been sagging. <laughs> That's what happens with old age, buddy. Yeah. Just dip them in the toilet every time you sit down. Man, well I had to dip in a little bit to rookie fever for one of mine. Tired of the same old dynasty format. Think you have what it takes to be a real champion? DLF has partnered up with Safe Leagues and Commission Extraordinaire Scott Fish to create the brand new DLF Champions Cup Series. In the DLF Champions Cup Series, you're matched up in a super flex tight end premium division with points and payouts awarded every year. The bonus is that every third year, your cumulative points go up against a larger field to see who wins the Champions Cup. Claim a team today and begin your journey to hoist the Champions Cup and claim the $1,000 grand prize. Visit DynastyLeagueFootball.com slash leagues to sign up today. That's DynastyLeagueFootball.com slash leagues. I got to do the thing real quick first, and then and then uh, you'll have to repeat it. So, okay. all right, Swags, show us your nuts. Ooh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've had them open the whole time, like. I record like a drummer, and today I didn't even wear shorts, so <laughs> they are hanging. So, yeah, like I said, I want to go a little bit rookie fever on this. Two drink sounds disappointed in me, but I'm going Chanel as the rookie wide receiver one at the end of the season. More fantasy points than all rookie wide receivers. I'm disappointed because I also have it wrote down. I didn't think you would go there, and it would tie into. Yeah, I, I'm surprised you have it there. Quite honestly, like you I know, know you how like I feel him, about Chanel. Yeah, and I'm yeah. saying like on situation, there was one other player that I kind of struggled with in in my demented head that made me feel a little bit nuts about that, and that would be like Justin Jefferson because I also like his situation as far as like year one goes mm-hmm. into and the opportunities that they might have to have, even if they're coming out of like a no camp situation, but. Man, you're you are right. We are starting to agree on a little bit too much. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, you guys need to yell at each other more. But sniping I, I your mean, ass. <laughs> I man, I think you're only kind of nuts. Honestly, like I I look around at these rookie wide receivers, and it's like who who else is gonna get like the type of volume that he's gonna get? Even the guys who walked into you know, probably starting roles like Jefferson and Rager. It's like, are they yep. really going to rely on, on, you know, in both cases, these are playoff teams. These are playoff caliber teams. And are they really going to rely on a rookie wide receiver and all the mistakes that they make yep. all that much? I, I, I'm not convinced. And, and I think in both cases they're you know, they would rather win with defense and running the ball. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just well, and even like two drink mentioned last night on super flexible with that defense might not be as good this year, they might have to air it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just looking for weapons, and and I think they will find ways to get design touches for Chanel even out of the backfield. 
yep. whether it's him lining up back there or just, you know, going in motion on jet sweeps. He's a dynamic player. They need to find ways to get the ball in his hand. I'm not saying he's taken over for DJ Chark in year one, but at the end of the year, if those guys are only a few, I'm going to call it touches apart, it shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think you're only a little bit nuts on that one, honestly. That's was that really one of yours too, Drink? Yeah, I'll take a picture and show you later. I literally have it rotated. <laughs> oh, I believe you. I, yeah, you don't got to do that. No. <laughs> All right, Drink. So, now. man, sounds like we need to go buy some Chanel before this I've gets been trying to heads a little bit more. Early second, Damn. I'm fine doing it. So, it's, Bro, I've yeah. only got one share, and, and I really love that share, but that's all I I've know. got, and I, and I want a little bit more. Yeah, you're going to have to do it in a league I'm not in because I might already have it. Yep. I'm going to give you guys a quick uh, year nuts prediction here just because um, just kind of one I just came up with on the fly that I think uh, fits really well with this one because I think there's a dark horse candidate who could keep LaVisca Chenault from being that wide receiver one in this rookie class. So uh, I think that Brian Edwards might be the guy hmm. that you that you want at least for this year out of the rookie class. Yeah, man, I don't hate it at all. I just kind of wonder exactly how he comes back off injury. And then once he goes into the NFL and, but I mean, he is in a situation where it's going to be him and rugs on the field. I mean, they don't have anything. Yeah. And, and Derek Carr, like the, the rugs pick, I still don't love it. I mean, like I, I, I get it long term, but I mean, Derek Carr just isn't a deep passer. And even if they do finally get him off the field and onto the bench like they want, then you go to Mariota, and it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But it's not like Ruggs only excelled down the field. You saw him take, you know, wide receiver screens and seven-yard slants and then just turn on the burners and beat guys. It's kind of the same thing I I did with Marquise Brown last year. Yeah, we love to see him, you know, at that deep ball, but – give them the ball right away make it easy on the quarterback to get it into your hands of your playmakers and let them go make the moves if if you don't believe in car you know what i mean to to push the ball down the field you still got to find ways to get them in their hands uh i think you're a little nuts on this one john yeah i i I like edwards i just think that there's uh, coming off the injury and and everything with COVID. there i know we just said it about chanel on the other side so it's kind of playing the double side but I just I don't know that anybody supplants himself as the alpha in that system. Maybe we have some quarterback turnover, and then and then where is Mariota's next favorite guy? Uh, I think it ends up being where everybody's just so jumbled up that they end up eating into the fact that they're just not going to reach wide receiver one for the rest of the rookies. Edwards can be the one on on his team, but you know maybe the upside isn't there because they all just kind of cannibalize each other a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah, I could, uh, yeah. Could definitely see that, um, but even even getting that, like you're you're getting Edwards even now in some of our like quote unquote industry drafts, which just everybody has a podcast, you know, what I mean, in, in that league, like you're you're getting Edwards at the back of the second. If it's not like that, he's probably somewhere in the third. Yeah. If you're gonna tell me late second, early third, I'm getting a team's wide receiver one. Like that's how I draft. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking for that upside play, especially then in your rookie draft. So sure, give me a chance at at getting that guy when the other guy took you know rugs at two oh one or something like that. Yeah, Edwards seems like one of those guys. No matter where he was drafted, you're not prying him from that team. Yeah, that that's kind of true so far. Yeah, and. 
it, it, you know, back to the value thing. It's like, I mean, he's, he's way too cheap considering the upside right now. Like people yeah. aren't, just aren't gonna, aren't gonna sell him for that. But I mean, so we've essentially identified the top two wide receivers in this class for 2020 and you can get both of them in the back half of the second round of your rookie draft. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of where we're at. So, you know, talk about value. Um, absolutely. Uh, so who, who's, whose turn is, is it two drinks, two drink. right? Two drinks. Yeah, I still have more nuts. Show us your nuts. Oh, I have two here. So I wonder, maybe I save that other <laughs> one to piss off to. John later. Um, oh, that's right. Cause he took my Chenault one. So that was on there. So I'm glad I came up with a backup. So let's do, uh, I'm also going to have rookie fever and I'm going Homer, but, but Tua starts week one and outscores all other rookie quarterbacks. Don't be worried about Tua. Ooh. We're doing it from the jump. Wow, from the get. Look, it's a hip. Man. It's a hip from a long time ago, right? Yeah. It, it, once the hip is repaired, like it's healed, like you're not worrying about it. It's not the same as the ACL or something like that. You know what I mean? So if it's not ready to go, then what else are we waiting on? I mean, bone bone should be healed by that point. I'd like to hear hmm. what uh what the what the good doctor Ethan has to say. A little bit more on that subject but i i think this team is ready to go and and two was two is where it's at we're moving forward right off the jump all year long man or just week one quarterback like he's out one he's out scoring yeah, yeah wow i mean are you are you worried about i i think we all feel like herbert won't start week one right so i, I think that immediately eliminates him so i'm really now just kind of comparing him between burrows right burrows yeah. weapons are better sure i'll give you that but i think I think team situation and what they'll ask Tua to do. Um, I think I think we get a lot of mixing and out of Cincinnati. Um, everybody wants to annoy Sean Taylor and has this great offensive mind. I think he's just writing coattails and 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 turn that into a starting job. Did we see? I mean, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You're not going to talk me off of Tua, and and I think we do see it week one. Don't be scared. Hmm. Yeah, this isn't totally nuts either. I don't think. Like, so my spoilers were more nuts than my nuts. I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Sure. Yeah, you were. You I were don't definitely think it's nuts, nuts but I'm not cracking that one open. I don't yeah. want you cracking anything near my nuts. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Brought the nutcracker, and I, I'm not doing it. Good. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I, I think that injury is is going to come back, even if it's through the season. So, I mean, I think it is kind of nuts, not um, not totally, but just I can't get on board with him making it through the whole season without some kind of setbacks. We, I don't it's know, it's broken that's, that's bone. There's pins in place, bone heals again. It's not ligament damage, you know, that was torn and and now is trying to become stronger. It's bone. Bone heals when it heals, it heals stronger. We shouldn't worry about that. I don't know why. Like, I, I, again, I'm, I'm very interested to see if Ethan is at least close to where I'm at. I, I'm a PTA. He's a PT. I, I take. I usually take uh, directions from from his, you know, and, and how to treat the patients. But just just in how I've seen some of those, uh, not that injury. Like that one was crazy. Like but. whoever has more letters in their job title should probably be the one giving directions. So tomorrow, when you <laughs> get back to work, you let them know. Okay. <laughs> Don't be yeah. scared. Get to. 
I, I I like that part of it for sure. Like the tough, the part that I struggle with is is week one start. Yeah, starting week one, and it's less about the injury; it's more about the offensive line. Like, do do they feel comfortable putting their you know their future back there right away? Especially when you've got a punching bag like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, I mean, initially when I wrote this down on my sheet, I said I, I put week three because week three is a Thursday night game versus Jacksonville, and that's going to be a really fun game. But I was trying yeah. to go more nuts and went from week one. Just had to turn um, up the heat. Hell yeah. And, and it you still know, wasn't enough for you, greedy man, bastards. One nice thing that Tua has too that Burrow doesn't is a veteran quarterback to learn from. And That's and I don't mean good. like on the field, but I mean like off the field as well. And Ryan Fitzpatrick's a pretty smart dude. That's um, true. What the hell is Ryan Finley gonna teach Joe Burrow? Right. Uh, and it's not that I mean there was never gonna be a scenario. This is where, where the water is in Cincinnati. <laughs> that that wasn't gonna happen, but still like if he could have had somebody to mentor him a little bit, it probably would have been nice. Still, I really like Burrow's weapons. This is how you mix the Gatorade for everybody else. <laughs> If you fold the towels like this, it makes a bench a lot more comfortable to sit on. <laughs> yeah, and Burrow's like, shut up. Make sure my, my spot's already got a towel when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep folding them. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's not even the right way to fold it. should be a trifold, Finley. Get out of here. Double fold BS. Oh, uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, all right, swag, (laughs) swag, show us your nuts. Ah, man, I don't know if this one's too nuts, but I think people are fading this a little bit, so it might feel nuts. But Geis Geis is an RB2, he's the lead back in that backfield still. There's nobody that came to that team that you should be worried about taking Geis's job. Sure, they have some weapons they've added, but can Geis take his job? Can Geis take Geis's job? Yeah. Um, just by being a knucklehead off the field or no, I don't, I don't believe in any of that. I'm just saying like, is, is he going to be able to hold that job? Um, I, th- I think so. If he can stay healthy. Yeah. That's the one we haven't seen. I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not worried, worried about, about his talent. I think he's sure, you know, yeah. far talented, but I just, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like you said at the beginning of the show, I mean, anything happens with, players and injuries and you look at Dalvin cook and how he got faded that first couple of years because of injuries. And then you look at what he came back and did. And I know that that's kind of an outlier, but, but then why would um, you only call him an RB two? Let's get nuts. I mean, Revere comes over, obviously we've seen what he's done with, with running backs. And I, I think we all believe that guys can catch, even though LSU, he didn't show that, you know what I mean? I, I think he's more dynamic than Fournette was at catching the ball. So can he get any kind of that, you know, pass work like we saw Fournette get last year? Uh, we don't even need him to get to CMC numbers, you know what I mean, like Rivera had there. If he's somewhere in between those guys, I, I think he has RB1 if he's healthy. So I don't think you got nuts enough either. These are like little uh, I mean, nuts. I feel like you, maybe but... one didn't even drop yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's just it. I, I'm hanging with the kids today, so – there might be some baby nuts involved, and I feel like you're drinking at work. I don't know if I could get on board with our no comment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hear you. You know, I want to love him like that, but there's only twelve of those, and I don't know if I see him quite in that group. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
last week I had to argue against Darius guys. I mean, like it was, that's they, easy. It, it was, it was a little ridiculous just cause like they were, I mean, that was stomping James the brain saying that these guys are better flex, flex options. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Heard that. And then, and then saying that Sam Darnold is, is just as injury prone as Darius guys. Like, so I had to argue that stuff. Um, and it, I, but I didn't want to, cause I really like Darius guys. And I think the injury stuff is a little overblown. This is stuff. Yeah. That, but when you're comparing guys to Darnold, I mean, that's Darnold all day. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And super flex for sure. That's a injustice to the world. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is, this is probably small nuts. This isn't, this isn't bad at all. Um, it is just the injury stuff. If he stays healthy, this is slam dunk. Um, all right, I got I got one, one more, for you, John. Yeah, right. I got, and this one right. this one's two drinks. Show us your nuts. I've even I've even heard you uh, almost reference this, maybe. Nice, um, but I'm I'm gonna piss you off at first. Uh oh. And Uh-oh. and and Drew Locke shows the sophomore slump and is replaced. Who's he replaced by, John? Next year. Oh. Oh yeah, that do it. Yes, I have it written down. Ar twelve, get the goat in here. LA if, has no problem replacing a, a young quarterback. If and I don't even think yeah. Luck, Luck doesn't talking twenty twenty one guys. Where are you at with this? Or? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers yeah. comes into Denver in twenty twenty one with all those weapons. But Locke doesn't even have to necessarily have a bad year, right? If that team doesn't succeed, I think Elway feels like all the all the pieces are in place right now to go win. Maybe maybe he's not willing to wait on Drew Locke to to get to that next step. You know what? I'll just go get the veteran. Right? He brought in Peyton when Tebow was there. I'm not going to sit on that guy if I if I feel like my chance to win is right now. I have the offensive pieces in place. Let's give all these rookies a second year plus Sutton. You know what I mean? Another year to get into that. Imagine what Rodgers could do with those pieces there. He still got the running game, and you still have the defense behind him. Like you're the, the Broncos team is literally tailor made for a, a veteran quarterback to come in and take that team to the promised land. You've seen it done before. We'll see it again in 2021. Oh man. Imagine wow. Aaron Rodgers running that Pat Shermer offense. Oh my God. But like the, I, I still think this is nuts just because it's hard to imagine drew lock failing to that degree with this team around him he's got so many there's so many ways to bail him out like even if he isn't what we think he's gonna be so i had i had a similar conversation with swags on super flexible involving gardner Minshew uh Mm -hmm. last night like uh, i almost i don't care how good fantasy wise drew lock is this year if the team doesn't produce or you know he has key turnovers at times yeah lock had 350 touchdowns or 350 yards and two, you know, 350 touchdowns. That'd be a fucking record, uh, <laughs> you know, and two touchdowns in the game, but he threw a pick late in the fourth and you guys lost by three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, if you get a couple of those together, Elway be like, look, I, I got one more shot at this. You know what I mean? And, and you go yeah. and get that piece. So uh, I don't even necessarily think Locke needs to fail or even have the sophomore slump to allow for the veteran to come in next year and take this team on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's even kind of like Jameis Winston in that effect, how everybody thinks he's so good and should be franchise quarterback for teams, and Mm -hmm. they're basing it off what they saw him do for them in their fantasy leagues and the points he put up and the yards he put up. But then you start looking at into Jameis Winston and his win records and his interceptions, and why does an NFL quarterback want that on their team? They're not trying to produce a good (laughs) fantasy team for us. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not winning games... 
Like that's all that matters. And especially like you said, I mean, this Broncos team is built to win right now. This defense is you went and paid for a running back, right? Your defense yeah. is 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 on that on that point. You went and draft Judy and uh Hamler plus Sutton's there. You have yeah, uh, Noah Fans. Like, oh the my fourth goodness. round, fourth round yeah. draft pick. Second. Uh yeah, second. Back backed up twice, I think, or passed them once and then backed up and then still got him in the second. Yeah, okay. they yeah, they passed him twice. They they moved back in the first, got Fant, and uh with their second round pick got Dalton Reisner and then moved up yeah. to get to get Drew Locke. So it's I, like, it, oh well he's know. still there. I guess we'll go get him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the value thing. That's kind of the that's what that's kind of how they felt with Drew Locke. It was like He's he's not good enough to take it ten overall. He's not even good enough to take it twenty overall. But if he's still there in the second round, then yeah, let's do and it. And you were going into the season with like what Case Keenum at that point, you know? So it's like, yeah. all right, well, we got to bring somebody in and see what happens. Right. Yeah. I th- they might add Joe Flacco too, but still, it was just that like was true. It, you got to. Yeah. Again, he, like you don't. Elway doesn't mind going to get the veteran that he feels like he can do it. He found out real fast Flacco can't, but. He's yeah. not afraid to go get go pay for the veteran if he thinks that'll take him, you know, over the top. Yeah. How much value did Drew Locke gain just from rapping on the sideline? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And doing the the Buzz Lightyear thing, like, <laughs> like people, it, and I, it's kind of the same as Gardner Minshew. I mean, there was just there sure, was just sure. some some ex, some like intangible stuff, like even the mustache, the mustache alone, yeah, props look, up yeah. <laughs> Gardner Minshew's value a little bit. Yeah, and like I mean, he can he can play too, but like if so they win five games this year. The the Uncle Rico (laughs) references the you know Napoleon Dynamite, just like how much fun Gardner was as an individual, not just. Well, he he even bought into that himself. Rented an RV and went went you know RVing across the United States in his shorts and just literally looking for dudes that wanted to like drink a beer with them. <laughs> like who doesn't want that guy as your, you know what I mean? On your team. But, right. Yeah. Again, oh, yeah. win five games this year and see what they do next year. But it, it, yeah, it's, it's totally possible. And you know, I, I'm not sold on Minshew, but I do think that there's something to this a little bit like apologies swags, but like, you know, the, the, you want guys with swag. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that actually ends up playing out. That confidence mm-hmm. makes a huge difference on the field. Yeah, like so mm-hmm. much of why people hate Aaron Rodgers is because of his attitude and stuff. And and it's just, I mean, he is one of those guys who's who's you know his dick has been in the room for five minutes before he shows up. And no. people hate, like people hate that. About, like, that is huge. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it, like you have to. He has to call it Mister My Dick, like it because that's <laughs> that's kind of. But it that's why he's he makes those throws down the field, um, you know those those hail marys that like he's got the, a whole highlight reel of completing hail marys, and it's it's just because he tries them, and he's yeah. like he actually has the guts to try them. Like he actually has the guts to throw it downfield. He's not checking down. And I think that's what that it's a big indicator with a quarterback. If they've got that, that attitude, they they've got that cockiness like yeah. that, that goes a lot farther than any of the, the metrics that we look at in the combine. For yeah, me. We'll, yeah. We'll see just how much DGAF uh, Rogers has this year when, 
when the <laughs> floor claws like 17 straight running plays and he's like nah that ain't happening <laughs> audible he's gonna Fine. Audible make me throw to marquis valdez scantling dare yeah. me to watch i'm gonna do it yeah. Al Lazard, come get some <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> <throw> <laughs> right all i feel is devin Funches hate again <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> Uh, yeah, all those guys. He, like I say, he's gonna audible out of everything. Like it's gonna be infuriating for Matt Lafleur. So, so yeah, I, I, I like where that one's going. I, I it's a little hard to That's imagine. That's just for you, though. Yeah, I've heard you, I've heard you reference something similar to that. So John, I'd, John I'd says he likes where it. it's going, but he's literally custom making his Devin Bron- Denver Broncos Aaron Rodgers jersey right now as we <laughs> right. speak. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be the while first I'm, to have it. <laughs> while I'm saying you're nuts, I'm still planning for this to happen. Like I'm <laughs> starting to grow my Aaron Rodgers mustache. But so. I mean, you guys like Drew Lock a lot, and I, I like Drew yeah. Lock. I'm not, that's not, by no means saying I don't think you should. But um, I mean, you you may have even made me like get to that point where I'm like, ah, gosh, I don't know if I want to get in like this. But you guys. I think increased his value. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And then, and then when they got Judy, which, you know, we called for that all along, we said, dude, they're going yeah, to kept the seeing a wide receiver. Yep, early. Yep. Yep. Like that's yep. going to happen. And they, but we still double counted Judy. Yeah. 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 But it, and now, but now that it actually happened now, the market value is just like, it's finally caught up to probably where it should be and maybe even surpassed it. And now I'm, now I don't feel like Drew Locke is quite the value. Like I think that he still has mm-hmm. that potential. Obviously, I mean, just from the situation, but um, I don't think he's a great value anymore. <laughs> I don't we'll see how you feel. Yeah, that's, Kyler that's Murray outscores well. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's it. very possible. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any more uh, your nuts that you want to go through, or should we wrap it? Oh, I think uh, I hit them. Yeah. I mean, I wrote Kirk Cousins like finishes, finishes as a quarterback one just because I heard you say that he would lose the job the last time you did this. So I figured I'd F with you just a little bit. <laughs> that's fair. But that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that one's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I, I wrote down a few, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save them for later in the off season. And uh, what, what, I'll I'll throw a, I'll throw one in here before we leave. Okay. Totally nuts. Troutman will be a top twelve tight end. Whoa. Yeah. That okay. You're nuts. We finally found one. That's just thank you. <laughs> that's how you're gonna started. love it. I don't when know. Happens. I don't know Remember why he took so long to get nuts. He's always nuts on every show, but this one he was just a little more reserved until the end. But I'll take that. You know, he, he's in a great situation for a tight end. You know, that offense is going to pass it a lot. He was a quarterback in high school, so I think he can acclimate a little bit quicker, air quotes, to the tight end position. And, and Jared Cook is a know what, Yeah. So, my, I mean, to be honest with you, I forgot about him. But, yeah, <laughs> put it on the board. <laughs> Didn't they bring in someone else, too? I thought they had another one, too. Emmanuel Sanders, but a tight end-wise, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm making that up. But That yeah. sounds plausible. Yeah, 
Get yeah. a little nutter butter on the way out. <laughs> That's how it's done. Yeah, you were on your bad behavior. You, like you even showed up wearing like a bow tie and stuff, and then finally, <laughs> just like at the end here, just took it off, ruins. All right, it's one of those clown bow ties that just squirts water at you. You go to look at it, you're like, oh, it's so cool, and you get splashed in the face. You're nuts, Adam Trout. <laughs> Shake my hand. I've got the buzzer on my hand. Like, come repping. <laughs> Solid. Give me some trick gum that tastes like garlic and stuff. Just like on the way out. Just, just totally. Just I wore my just dance outfit to drink. Oh shit. That's amazing. Y'all have to listen to Super Flexible to understand what that outfit is, but <laughs> I will see that outfit now. I will I, I will need to see it. Period. <laughs> Good luck, my friend. Well, check out uh, the Super Flexible podcast. Anyways, uh, it's it's an awesome podcast. One of my, like I said, just one of my favorites in my entire rotation. So if you're not already listening, check out Super Flexible. They're also on Appreciate the F breakdown, which is is like somehow the two of you have like you podcast together. You've got two separate podcasts, and they're totally unique. Like I don't I don't totally know how you guys do that. I'm trying to do a stompy and I feel like there's a lot of crossover between the two. So um, the fact that you guys are able to keep those two fresh is just crazy. It's tough sometimes. And I think like, I I felt like even last night, like the super flexible we did was a little bit more like a fantasy football breakdown show. Like we just Mm kind of threw it out and like, we're like, let's do it. You know, Um, breakdown is not scripted. It's almost never scripted. Even with guests come on, it's, it's obviously very loose if you listen to us. And, and in the past, super flexible has been a little bit more, you know, uh, not necessarily show sheet, but at least all both know what we're going to do going into that show. Structured, yeah. And Last I think that's um, pretty loose, but it's so like much when, fun. Yeah. And when we were with DFF, I think that we felt the need more to have a little bit more structure to that show, which is good sure. and bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, so you'll, you'll probably hear a little bit of both sides. I mean, we were the ones that wrote both shows, you know, or the show sheets. So <laughs> we do what we want. I just remember you talking through ad drops. Yeah. Old shitter. Don't tell me this is structured. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that's just me. I don't give a crap. I do whatever I want. (laughs) That, that, I mean, uh, you guys say things that already crack me up, but then like when that, when that drop would hit and you're still just talking all the (laughs) time. Yeah. Like, like this is valuable time right here. I'm not wasting this 45 <laughs> seconds with an ad drop. Just listen to it too. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> listen to whichever. Listen to both. Listen to neither. But yeah. make your choice. This is a free country. You know, yeah. Some of those people you hear an ad and you hit that skip, you know, 30 seconds forward or whatever. You can't do that with me because you never know what we're going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, dude, there were times though when we were running those three ads and I mean, you're Ugh. running three ads for things that you're having a hard time selling to other people. I'm sorry. I, I guess I'll just be honest. You can edit this out if you want, John, but you don't Leave have it. to. But you're, it's up to you're you. running you're running three ads for people <laughs> that don't support you. Yeah. And, like I'm not looking at that. I can't push people there. <laughs> yeah. So after a while, you start to just kind of be like, okay, like three ads now to interrupt our show while like all we want to do is talk. Like the the little change that you might get from some of those ads isn't worth my time it, yeah. you know like and there Don't are other ones that treat you well like i think what's most important here if, if there is a message 
is to try to believe mm-hmm. in the people that are supporting you and then you can support them better. Yes. But but if you're just like going out there to get ads to get ads to feel like you've got promos on your shows, it's it's the wrong you're reason and wrong. you're probably yeah. you're probably doing them an injustice and they're probably doing you one. Yeah. But and so it, it did get to the point where it was monotonous and you're running through these and you're even putting out extra shows <laughs> and you're like, "Listen, we agreed to one a week and dropping the ads, but this third show we're doing this week, I'm not as interested in the ads because we already fulfilled our agreement. Right. And for nothing. Um, I've never felt flashy or cool because we had an ad promo. Um, I love the support, honestly, but I want it to be something that I believe in and that we can hopefully have some kind of good relationship moving forward. And it's not just about money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of I sometimes I like doing ad reads, you know, just for the practice, but I mean, first of all, you guys weren't even doing them. <laughs> like someone else I did, did early, just, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like by then though, it was it, like someone else was was doing them and 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 then like you said, I mean, you've got to at least somewhat believe in it. You've got to be like somewhat of a a consumer of of whatever it is you're selling or else yeah, you're not gonna. You're not. Gonna you're you're pushing. You're pushing it. Scouting Academy ads, but you've never seen anything from Scouting Academy. Yeah. You know, and you're you're, and that's literally what you're doing. And then you see like the new guy come into the company, and then all of a sudden they get signed up for Scouting Academy, and you're like, wait a minute, like we've been pushing this for how long? And and the new guy just got it like that. So that was part of your sales pitch to the new guy was he obviously gets to go to Scouting Academy. And you're you're telling us that we can't have any of that, but we have to push this and edit it in, do all these things with it. Like we, you're the voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But too so. much to drink. I apologize. <laughs> I don't give a and shit. Let me know if anything needs to be cut. Um, it, you know, if it, I, I don't want to get you in trouble or anything, but um, I mean, it's no it's trouble. also it's just fun to 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 talk uh, and and you know, get real with you guys. And one of many, many reasons that I've been looking forward to having you guys on for a while. Um, I'm, I, I hate that it took so long to finally make it happen, but man, am I glad to have you guys here and, and yeah, bro. Thanks a ton, for sure, I, I enjoyed this a bunch. We'll do it a lot more often going forward. So yeah, thank you guys for coming on. That's at DFF underscore swag and at FL to drink minimum. Uh, and again, check out the Super Flexible podcast, the FF Breakdown, and then Swag's also on uh, the Rookie Fever Rookie podcast. Fever. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, with Michael Finero. Um, anything else you guys need to push? Any writing or anything? Um, no, we should probably st- <laughs> we should probably push the pen a little bit, but we all should. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I don't write. That's not as fun. Either. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. It, yeah, it's like if I've got something to say that I would write, like I'll just hit record and let's roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks, boys. And we'll wrap it up there for the week. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to the DLF Family of Podcasts Mega Feed. Do us a huge favor and rate and review the podcast. Help us get to more people and touch on Do more it. topics that are useful to you, our super friends. Get at us on Twitter. I'm at Superflex Dude. Again, it's at DFF underscore swag. It's at FL2 Drink Minimum. And uh, you can also you can send those trade polls to the Superflex Show at Superflex Show. Um, and at Superflex Trades, I believe, is still going at Superflex Pod. 
Uh, nope. The, Nobody the, gives a shit about trades. I don't know who's doing that. Don't send it to that one. Yeah, <laughs> they even took that. No they, they, they took that account That's from us and stopped you following us. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't good follows, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think it was that probably a little like seven me. people now, <laughs> and I don't know who they are. That that account <laughs> All right, taken away from us and unfollowed. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't send it to Superflex Trades. Uh, they they hate everyone. Don't do it. Um, but as but do pod, do five star review this bitch because that, yes. that helps a lot. And yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Any it, it takes like take. thirty seconds. People don't understand. Like just a couple clicks. You don't even got to write nothing. Just go hit the stars. It helps show that more than more than it's you're gonna really take John. It's gonna take John longer to read your trade off in the show <laughs> than it will for you to five star review this. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And yeah, if you get anything out of it, those those ratings and reviews help a lot too. The reviews help a ton, but yeah, I mean even just a rating, we'll take we'll take Give any of them. Don't don't do a one star rating just because we said one thing wrong or something. Like we know Jacob Eason is a Colt, not a Titan. Don't give us a one star rating over that. But uh, we'll we'll take honest feedback. We don't any any rating will do. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we absolutely love those reviews. As this well. is like it, the longest goodbye help. ever, John. I know. I tried to cut this thing down. This used to be so long. And now, I, yeah, somehow this just turned into even longer than it's ever been. <laughs> Thank you to DLF for the platform. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for the music. Thank you to the boys for joining me. And above all else, thank you all for listening. Until next week, stay sexy and super flexy. <laughs>